Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Greetings for this meeting where we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm extremely delighted to host another show that keeps you in the know. You're tuned in to the 190th edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with T. It's January 14th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper Slick Rick, whose actual name is Richard Walters, and the song I most remember is la di we like to party, wait, I digress. It's also the birthday of actor Carl Weathers, Mother Evelyn Braxton of the famous Braxton Sisters, and still super fine rapper and actor LL Cool J. On this date in history, Hattie McDaniel becomes the first Black Academy Award winner in 1939 for Best Supporting Actress for her role as Mammy in Gone with the Wind. And Thurgood Marshall becomes the first African-American appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States on this date in 1972. Tomorrow marks the birth date of slain civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The theme this month is Capture Your Chance. You are encouraged to take chances, take risks, seize the opportunity to do something great. Sometimes we bind ourselves or our dreams by allowing fear to get in the way. We often miss opportunities because we're not willing to take a chance. Be daring, just try it. The worst that could happen is you end up where you are. The best that could happen is you end up where you want to be. Hello, this is Calvin Taylor Skinner. I'm here to present what it is for us to understand what is happening in this coming season as it relates to uh, politics, uh, especially as it relates nationally. Uh, we are uh, in a season of of lots happening, especially with the government shutdown. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, we know that we still stay engaged and we still stay hopeful uh, at the state and local level. There are other actions that are happening, uh, whether it's elections or uh, other uh, matters related to uh, our community. Uh, it's very important for us to understand how it is for us to organize and be together in a united front. And so we will uh, just lift those things up and discuss uh, how we can move our communities forward uh, together. We look forward to uh, the conversation. As we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, uh, we certainly recognize a noble leader who uh, uh, was able to accomplish much, um, but also uh, life uh, tragically cut down because of what he stood for and what he uh, sought to do in our communities. Uh, we also recognize that uh, Martin Luther King uh, stood ready, uh, even at an early age, around 25, leading a boycott. So this is also an encouragement and an affirmation for uh, all young people to recognize that uh, you are not too young to not only understand the issues but to address the issues. So as we reflect on Martin Luther King's life on uh, his birthday, uh, let us remember uh, that we uh, continue to fight the good fight as relates to uh, education, uh, as relates to criminal justice, as it relates to poverty. 
that the fight continues and we certainly stand on the strong shoulders of great giants such as Martin Luther King. Let's turn our attention to some Monday Minute Quick Bits. We are delighted to learn that Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam granted clemency to Centoya Brown. Several Chicago radio stations are refusing to play R. Kelly songs and Illinois officials denied a permit for an R. Kelly concert. Los Angeles teachers are set for a massive strike today that will impact about half a million students in the nation's second largest school district. This follows 20 months of negotiations, more than 30,000 teachers and 900 schools. Jamie Kloss, age 13, had been missing for three months, and she has escaped and is in the care of family. The 21-year-old suspect has been captured. Jake Thomas Patterson killed Jamie's parents before abducting her. The motive is still unknown. I just heard that there will be a sequel to one of my favorite movies, Coming to America. Many of the characters are returning. And in honor of this breaking news, I have a social media post circulating. Ask you to quote your favorite coming to America line or scene. One of mine is, quote, if loving the Lord is wrong, I don't want to be right. I look forward to reading your favorite lines. Carolina Panther safety Eric Reed has been, quote, randomly tested for drugs seven times in 11 weeks. The NFL insists this is random. After Reed made a formal complaint, the matter was investigated and was found, according to their reports, that a computer generates the algorithm to randomly select players and that it is just coincidence that his name came up that many times. This sounds a little fishy to me. What y'all think? This next story is rather disturbing, partially because of the parties involved and partially because it is too many stories like it. A Brooklyn pastor, Matthew Gibson, has been charged with multiple accounts of sexual assault after it was discovered he had been raping his 14-year-old daughter after the death of his wife for two years. Along these same lines, a former pastor of Montgomery County Church is in jail after being charged with 200 counts of possessing child pornography and multiple counts of indecent assault. And there's one more. The wife and stepdaughter of Pastor Anthony Haynes out of Toledo, who faces several federal charges of child sex trafficking and child pornography, are going down right along with him as they have been caught trying to get one of the victims not to testify. Now, keep in mind, these last three stories involve those disguised as ministers preying on young children. And we wonder why people are confused with Christianity. This is just way too much. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. Now if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Because I've been loving you the best way I know how to. Matter of fact, you are the only one. I can truly say I gave my best You woke me up and you showed me how to keep Selflessly, I gave up my love But now that I'm giving my best, it's not enough no, no. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can Now if that's not enough, what can I? 
We all know with uh, everything going on uh, lately in the media and just around about uh, kids being abused uh, in different ways, it seems like it should be one of those things where it's kind of understood or everybody knows to do that. But you'd be surprised how many people continue to drag in folks over their children, how many people continue to because I want to go out, I'm going to let them stay with this person or that person. Or, oh, he always spends the night with this person or she always spends the night with that person. You have to pay attention to your kid and you have to pay attention to who's watching your kid. And don't let a lot of people watch your kid because you won't be able to pin down exactly who did what unless that kid comes out and tell you. And kids will say all the time, oh, I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you. But lots of times we find out they don't tell you until it's either happened or years later when it's too late. But if you know someone or if you are in a position to talk to people with children, make sure you just remind them gently, keep your eyes on your kid. And that's spending the night thing, spending the night with other people, spending the night with other kids. You don't know how families live. You don't know people's bedside manner uh, in their home. It's out of style. I mean, people spending the night, okay, maybe, but after a certain age and after a certain time, ain't no spending the night. You're going to play, and then I'll pick you up just before it gets dark, but we're not going to spend the night unless it's somebody you really know, and I mean no. Also, just paying attention to your kids' moods, the way they dress, their any sudden change in their personality, uh, in their moods. Just pay attention to your kids. Again, this is the tip for the week, and I've been talking with T. You're inside talking with T. All right, listeners, it's that time again where we pull in. I know it all, Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, as we review trending news. So I'm going to start with one of the biggest stories trending in the news that's been going on for a while. And it looks like it may be continuing for a while longer, and that's the partial government shutdown, which is now officially the longest in history as today marks day 24. The previous record was 21 days, which was set in the winter of 1995 when President Bill Clinton and House Speaker Newt Gingrich were at odds over budget cuts. Now, some people are dismissing this lightly, thinking it doesn't affect them, but it affects many. And it may soon creep to your own front door. So I want to go over a few things that are impacted by this shutdown as federal workers are getting frustrated because I don't care how much people support Trump. They want their coins. They got mortgages. They got bills, whole families to support. And from what I understand, some mortgage deals are in limbo. 
You got families that are in fear of falling behind on their bills and losing their homes. And I know some people are really good at saving, and one year I'm going to make that a resolution. But I, and I suspect others, can't go one, two, three months, you know, without paying their mortgage. But then you have low-income housing that may be affected because HUD contracts are about to expire and there'll be nobody to renew those. Not to mention what's going on in the airports. And, Jay, I think you brought this up last week, but since that time, they said people have been calling in sick and some of the airport gates have had to shut down due to a shortage of workers. And 40% of the FDA is furloughed, and they have suspended all routine inspections of the food processing facilities in the U.S. That's a little scary to me. I'm a little obsessed with food inspections, and it's making me nervous. As you should be, and uh, all of this over a foolish wall, and I was watching the news yesterday, and uh, one of the news reporters even said that the various government agencies even sent out pay subs to government workers with zeros all across them, and not, you know, in terms of tens of thousands of dollars, but pay subs indicating that people had gotten paid zero dollars and zero cents, as if to add even more insult to injury. I would just been like, don't even send me my pay stub. I know I'm not getting paid, so you can say that paper. You probably spent money on the paper and the postage trying to send it to me that you could have saved. You know, I was thinking maybe they need those pay stubs to take them to the SNAP office, but you can't get SNAP benefits or applications processed, so never mind, carry on. Right. So it's it's just all a mess. And it's because the toddler-in-chief cannot have his way. Exactly. And it's affecting me personally because my son goes to the cafe today at his college, and because they haven't updated the financial aid government funding, he couldn't go to the cafe. He wasn't in the system. And that was affecting a lot of kids at his university today that came back. Oh, for their food plan? For their food plan. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we mm. had to send him money so he could get outside food because that $3,000 meal plan doesn't seem to be working. Wow. Well, they say they don't know if there's an end in sight, but I'm hoping that, and I know it's a stretch, I'm hoping that somebody can convince Jay's president uh, uh, to uh, uh, at least... Uh, 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 nope. Hashtag not my president. Well... <laughs> Somebody's president out there. I, I just can't claim him right now. Although, out of respect to our country, I understand that he was elected by somebody, some people, to be the president. These decisions are just so insane, so asinine even, that it. I feel like I'm in a bad movie. Right. And just keep oh waiting on the credits to roll. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we'll move on. We're going to keep up with this, listeners. And actually, there's a link on the website. That's www.talkingwitht.com if you want to read more about different government agencies and the impact of this shutdown. So moving on, there was a babysitter from Wisconsin facing a first-degree murder charge after authorities said that a two-month-old infant died of blunt force trauma while in her care and that she then tried to hide the death by returning the boy to his mother, wrapped in a snowsuit, strapped in the car seat with a hat pulled over his eyes. According to the criminal complaint regarding this incident, 
which happened this past October. No words, no words at all. And I'm, I was looking at various uh, stories or reports of this particular story, and from looking at the young lady who was the babysitter, Marissa Tiersort, I think is how you would pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. I mean, she looks evil in the face. So, I mean, and how how could you do how could you do that? You got to be kind of sick to kill yeah. someone else's baby, wrap the baby up in the snowsuit and put it in the car seat and say, hey, um, here's, little, here's little Sammy. He had such a good day today. What the heck? Right. And the even, the even crazier thing is when she left there, her and her boyfriend and his kids, they went to a hotel to swim. Like nothing was wrong. Like she didn't kill a baby. Just went on with her day. So that's a sign of a crazy person. Yeah. Oh, and interestingly enough, one source said that she wrote in a letter to the judge where she said, I'm not a threat to society or a monster. Uh, that's what I wanted to know. She sounds like all of that to me. All of it. All of it. Well, listen, this next story is about a love rectangle. It involves four police officers, and y'all going to have to stay with me because it can get a little bit confusing. An NYPD sergeant cheated on his cop girlfriend with a fellow officer. That's three cops right there. Okay. That fellow officer husband is also a police officer. So that's the four people. You got the sergeant who cheated on his girlfriend who was a cop with a fellow officer who's married to a cop. And it all came to light when Sergeant Candu Worley, in his 40s, live-in girlfriend, found compromising photos on his phone, and she posted them to Instagram. So according to the report, all the guns were taken from those involved because of, quote, the potential for violent outcomes due to the sensitive nature of infidelity and everyone having access to guns. Mm. I was going to say, do y'all need me to read the story again? <laughs> That's a slight twist. So the chief messed around his girlfriend, who was also an officer. I right. Think we need to draw a diagram. Like <laughs> start from the top, like this is the chief, and then two little right. arrows. This is the girlfriend, and this is the one he messed around with, who was also messing around on her boyfriend. That is crazy. I guess they thought they was just gonna blast each other on the job, like the Wild Wild West. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah, that was a bit much. It was a bit much. And uh, I found one last story I felt perfect for the Crazy Chronicles. A woman in Wichita Falls, Texas, was arrested, and she's been banned from Walmart after it was reported she was right. Walmart. Okay, you asked the question, how can you be banned from Walmart? Yes. This is how. You can ride around the parking lot in one of those little electric carts drinking wine from a Pringles can. Wait. <laughs> so she put her wine in a Pringles can trying to be uh, incognito. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. I don't know if she was trying to be that or not because she's riding around in the parking lot, not in something covered. You know, those. I mean, she's in one of those electric carts. So everybody could see. So did they give her a, a DWI? 
I didn't read what she was charged with. <laughs> what is DWI driving while insane? Well, in this case, yeah. <laughs> I mean, drinking wine out of out of a Pringles can. A Pringles did can. Not, did it not occur to her to go over to the little McDonald's that's in the Walmart and ask them for a cup of ice? <laughs> a whole a, a Pringles can. So that means she was drinking salty wine that tasted like fake potato chips. Ugh. <laughs> a nasty wench. Yes, it's nasty. Well, listen, you all. So today marks our 190th show. Want to throw that out there? Yes. yes. And now I'm just wondering how long are we going to be able to keep this going? You know, we're going to celebrate. Let's see. Maybe we'll celebrate our 200th show. we got to plan something special for that. I was just about to say, yes, we, we got to hold out for at least 10 more shows to the 200th now. Okay. Oh, yeah, we got to hold out. Well, as always, I appreciate the two of you, but that's it for this bit, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week, and I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, your online daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. If you don't go after what you want, you will never have it. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. If you don't step forward, you are always in the same place. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.